0: What's up everyone. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Calm Talks. My name is Adil and I'm here alongside my co-host And. We are here to help you lead a life of peace and progression one Calm Talk at a time. Before we get started, just want to say thank you for subscribing to our podcast and continuing to show us support. As always, we just really appreciate it. So thank you as always. On today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about a very, very interesting topic actually. This one is all about how you find yourself at a bar, maybe spot someone that you like, and how do you approach them? And more specifically, the anxiety that comes with it. And that's what we're gonna be diving into deeper. So it's really gonna be a fun episode. We have a lot of thoughts on this one and a lot of little techniques, so definitely tune in. And we're also gonna be looking at it from the other perspective of a female for what they would prefer to hear when someone is approaching them as well. But before we get into the episode, let's start with what was the motivation To get into this episode, so Ant, I'm going to let you take it away, my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of an embarrassing one, right? But basically, long story very, very short. I had some approach anxiety. I saw a girl, nice, cute girl. I thought I wanted to speak to her, and I just couldn't. I literally froze. And you know, I would say that that's not typically what I have been like in my in my life. But for whatever reason, I just got in my head, and I couldn't go ahead with it. I, yeah, I just started getting in my head saying, oh, what, what do I say? How do I, do I act? Do I, what do I have to do here? I just completely just fumbled it and I ended up just not saying anything. There's reasons for that, which I don't want to get into of why I was feeling this way. But ultimately the point is, is that I had approach anxiety to the point where I didn't approach fuck all. I didn't do anything. Just got completely in my, um, in my head and just bailed out. So the motivation was, well, I guess we were having our conversation that we always do. And I just asked you for some advice. Hey, like this happened to me. Kind of like, you know, not really sure how to deal with this. I feel like I'm a kid again, like a 16 year old kid again. Like what's your take on it?
0: Yeah, I mean, approach anxiety for anyone who hasn't caught on yet is when you identify someone or you spot someone who you have a certain attraction towards and you just have this anxious feeling that rises up and you just can't approach them. You literally and physically cannot go approach them because something just, there's some thoughts that are coming in. There might be some preconceived notions that you have, some negative emotions, some negative feelings that are coming up for you, bubbling up for you. And you just forego that opportunity.
1: And I think that's the part of the reason of why, right? Why do you have this anxiety? Why did I have it? I guess in my example, and it's actually for things you just said, like in my head, I was thinking, oh, maybe they won't like me. They won't find me attractive. They won't you know, like the way I, I look, or I, you know, how I've presented myself, or whatever it is, I start getting in my head that, for some reason or another, I'm just not good enough, not worthy enough. And normally, I wouldn't really get in my head. Like normally, I, I think nine times out of ten, I'm a fairly confident person. Like I'm quite assured of who I am. I do think I know myself and my values really well. But for whatever the reason is, again, I don't want to get into it. But ultimately, I just started second guessing myself, not feeling my confident self.
0: That was shocking to me, to be honest with you. When you
1: told me this story, I was like, what? No way. I tell you, I've told a few people this and they all said to me, nah, you're lying. You're completely chatting shit. You, not knowing what to say or what or how to just like engage with somebody or be that bit confident. No way. It doesn't yeah. believe it. But like, I'm obviously not cocky i don't think i'm cocky anyways yeah 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 yeah. let's see who buys that (laughs) you know i'm quite happy Got lucky i'm kind of cheeky person but i just for some reason just yeah it wasn't just wasn't there that day and the reason for this is because in my head i was thinking i wasn't good enough i started and actually this is actually one of the main like things that happens to you when you have approach anxiety you start questioning yourself Oh, will they like me? You know, will they find me attractive? All them things. Am I good enough? And it all comes down to your own self-confidence, which is the topic of today. I realized after that moment, I'm not the most confident version of myself right now.
0: It's actually super normal for this to happen. <laughs> There's so many people who go through the same motions. I've definitely been in that spot many times in my life as well. So this is definitely so normal. And for any of the ladies listening, Trust me, like when you're on the flip side, when you have to go approach someone, it can be quite scary and nervy at times because you, you have to say the right things. You have to not be too aggressive, not too subtle. You can't be too friendly or too, you know, you can't laugh too much. You actually have to find the right middle ground. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to find the right porridge you know, for Goldilocks. It's the same way to find the right opener for any guy. So that's what we're going to jump into. Like, what are some of the ways that a person can actually overcome that o- approach anxiety? right? Because again, I think everyone does go through that. And the first place is that you have to understand like, where is that coming from? Like, why is it that you had that approach anxiety to begin with? Confidence is definitely like one of the biggest things over there, right? Like how confident you feel about yourself. What is the dialogue that is happening in your head? If you're truly feeling confident, you're feeling good about yourself, you're not going to second guess yourself. But in that moment, what's happening is that you do question whether you should go up to the person, whether they'll reject you or not. And that's where it becomes a bit of
1: a challenge. So how do you resolve this, right? And I'm asking you, honestly, for that advice on the pod today. How do you overcome that? How do you get that confidence?
0: I've been through this myself, right? I mean, it's over time you learn to kind of overcome it. But even now, like I'll have moments where if I see someone that I find attractive, that I won't go do anything. I think the biggest thing is that you do wanna build a muscle for it. You wanna build some practice out of it. You get better at things the more you do them. The thing is to me, confidence comes from a history of me doing something successfully. The reason that I think that, hey, my life is gonna be fine even if I lose everything, let's say financially, like if I lost all the money that I've accumulated so far with all the hard work that I've done, like if I lose it all, I'm confident enough that I'll make it back. Because I've done it once. I've done it like several times where I've actually been able to build my bankroll back up. So that's what gives me confidence, right? Like just having some success to look back at. So I think for me, it's like just focusing on a- your own track record of winning. Hopefully you have one of that. And that <laughs> yeah. only comes from practice, right?
1: <laughs> well, I think that's probably part of the reason. I'd- I've i not really spoken to anyone for so, so, so long. So that I think that's a fair point. I think a big part of confidence is competence. And you know you're competent at something when you can, you know, do it off the dome. You can just, whenever you want, it's easy. I guess maybe that's part of the reason. Is there any ways that you can like, without, okay, uh, we understand that it's a repeat process. I get that. But when you're in that process, or any tips, tricks, techniques, you know, for any listener, because I think part of it, let's say you actually do the hard part, which is say walk up to someone and try and strike a conversation. I think most people would probably struggle with what to fucking say. So yeah, any thoughts there?
0: You know what's funny over here? Like you do probably remember this because I know we were chatting about this not too long ago that many months ago, I was on the flip side where I had gone through a breakup and I wasn't really feeling confident. I wasn't feeling good about myself. And I was telling you, and I don't know like what to go and say to the person. And you are the one who actually gave me advice saying, just go say, hi, my name's Adil. I went and tried that like the next five times. Worked every time.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That, <laughs> that, that is <laughs> So we've come full circle, my friend. I guess it's kind of a weird. One, I'm kind of asking you for advice. I give myself because it is a device I give myself. But for me, I had the issue where I couldn't even walk up. However, talking, I think you're, the I think that's solid advice. Just introduce yourself. You Doesn't have to be anything um, fancy. You don't have to say something clever or charming. You just have to be yourself as long as you're a nice good person and people can feel that off you they can feel it off you when you introduce yourself If you're going to introduce yourself you know sad or grumpy or miserable or angry then it's not going to work it's like if you went for an interview you would obviously smile shake someone's hand be very polite it's pretty much the same thing you're saying hi that for me works anyways well it does it used to (laughs) you'll be back
0: you'll be back i know you will be It happens, man. Like, as I said, like, I've just told you, well, I've told everyone who's listening, like, my own experience of me having that, like, many months ago. The thing is that having, like, a backup plan is helpful. And what I mean by a backup is that you want to have, like, some line that you can just say. And when I say line, that sounds, like, kind of crude. But you just want to have, like, something in in the back of your pocket that you can just drop. Just saying, like, hey, my name is X or whatever, right? I think that's just simple. If you're someone who's kind of present and just actually paying attention, maybe just make a comment of something that you see around, right? Like if you see something which is interesting to you, maybe it's like the decor on the wall, a painting on the wall. Maybe that, you know, you saw like an interesting person walk down the street in New York, like use your environment to make a comment on that. And most people will probably reciprocate. And if they don't, no problem. You can kind of move on. But I think you can kind of use the environment that you have to make a comment on or just have like a backup line in in your reserves.
1: You don't want to think about this, right? You know, you said you have a backup line. You know, for me, right, I had that confidence in, you know, my old self, right, in a past self, let's just say, right? I'm not in this occasion that we're speaking about. But the reason why I had that confidence or where it came from was the fact that I had a lot to say. Like, I do more than just go to work, more than just work in gym. I have interests. I have things that I work on outside of outside of my, my job. I have a lot of friends, family, interesting people in my life doing interesting things. So there's a lot of things I, and I know a lot of stuff. Well, I think I do anyways. It's not just what I do for work. I know a lot about different things, not just pop culture, which for me is a massive turn off. anyways. I just don't like talking about pop culture. But my point is, right, is that I had a lot of stuff to say. And when you yourself are an interesting person because you've worked on yourself, you're then able to bring it into conversation with a lot of different people. So when I would talk to someone, even someone I don't know, and this applies to, you know, maybe the person at the bar, but also it applies to anything in your life. You're able to start a conversation with a random person because you yourself have so many different facets to your personality and to your interests and to your hobbies and to who you are as a person. So part of the confidence is actually also because you've had the time to develop yourself and develop all your different levels of, of your own personality. And it's easy to bring that out, you know, over in front of, let's say you're talking to someone and I don't know, you're at a coffee shop or well, I like coffee. I don't just like coffee. I don't just go get coffee. I know about coffee. You know, I know about you know. If you want to grind it this way, if you want to like heat it to this temperature, I know where coffee's grown. Random stuff, right? You can literally ask them what coffee they're drinking. You know, stuff like that. You can just bring up a conversation because you yourself have some knowledge that you can share, and people like that. It's like it makes you always more interesting. The crux is is that you've developed yourself to have these different facets that you're able to then speak to someone in multiple different levels, and that's how you can keep a conversation.
0: Just got to find some common ground, right? Just got to ask some questions, some good questions, and just find common ground and just go from there. What's also funny is that, you know you know me, and I don't really watch TV, right? I don't watch Netflix. I don't know what the shows and movies are out there. I was visiting my family for Christmas, and I went and watched Avatar with my siblings. You know, that was the last movie I saw. It was a phenomenal film, by the way, so really enjoyed it, but I haven't probably seen anything since then. Apart from like watching football, soccer, I don't really watch anything else. So what I do is if I'm talking to someone that I haven't met before, it might be someone new in my circle, I'd be like, hey, bring me up to speed. What's good nowadays? Just so I can get to know, like a lot of people that I've met recently, like they told me about this show Last of Us, which is on HBO. By the way, HBO Max crushes television shows. Like I did watch The White Lotus. The first season, I haven't seen the second one, but I saw the first season, phenomenal. And Last of Us, I think that's like a new show and like everyone's raving about it.
1: Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've never seen White Lotus, but I did watch The Last of Us.
0: Oh, did you? Uh, you
1: know what? Literally, it's a bit of a random one, but you know I don't really watch TV either. I only started getting into TV when the pandemic happened because I was stuck at home. But yeah, Last of Us is, uh, is the exception. That's because I actually know the game. Again, I, I played the game in the pandemic yeah, you know, yeah. before I watched it. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, yeah. And yes, it is an epic TV show. It's worth it.
0: You know, one of the tips I would also give is that a lot of times a person, when they're having this approach anxiety, could marry themselves to the outcome too much. And you want to disconnect yourself from the outcome. It's not actually about like, hey, I'm going to get this person's number. I'm going to buy them a drink, like wherever you are, right? Whether that's at a cafe, a bar, a library, or books, or wherever you are, the objective is not for you to actually like, for it to go anywhere. The objective is just for you to have a conversation with someone who possibly could be interesting about your interest. If you have no common interest, you can also just walk away. But once you start actually emphasizing about the outcome as they're like, oh, I actually want to get this person's number, take them out on a date, yada, yada, you're kind of just your own Achilles heel because you're playing that narrative in your mind and connecting yourself to the outcome.
1: Truthfully, that's exactly what happened to me. I started thinking about what I was trying to achieve rather than just enjoying the moment. Common very typical for being at approach anxiety. You know, let's flip it on its head, right? The other way to not have approach anxiety is to know what the other person's probably looking for. So in this case, let's say you're a guy and you're approaching a girl at a bar, let's just say, right? You can alleviate your approach anxiety by also understanding what they're probably looking for when they are approached.
0: Say more, I don't really quite get that. Elaborate on that?
1: So let's say okay, I'm a guy approaching a girl at a bar in this situation, but I know that the girl probably wants to feel comfortable, feel safe, feel um, heard, things like that, right? I I guess we all do. But especially if I'm a random, if I could put myself in this fantasy girl's shoes, right? And some random guy approaches her, I would probably be scared, maybe a bit nervous, anxious myself. So the first thing I would want to do is know, does this person make me feel safe? Am I in a safe space as well? So if you can put yourself in their shoes and you know what to give them or know how to like appease that situation effectively, you yourself will alleviate the stress and also most likely have a better conversation.
0: I think you should just try to be friendly in that moment, right? With Whenever I'm out, I'm not thinking about like, hey, I just want to have a good time or whatever. It's actually like the people around me, I want I want them to have a good time as well whether that's my friends or anyone else as well here's what I mean by that if someone's passing a lot of times especially in a bar in New York it gets pretty jam packed i'm one of those guys who'll be like hey yeah if you need space like i'll actually make space for you and if i see it obviously i'm not always like not like the bouncer you know but i try to accommodate the people around me i'm quite aware of my surroundings or at least i try to be and my philosophy is just like oh yeah I want to have a good time, but I want everyone around me to have a good time. I don't want to see a fight. I don't want to see shit go down. And that's happened in the past. Like I've had friends who are at a bar and like they're about to get in a fight. And I've literally walked up to the group and been like, why do you guys want to ruin tonight?
1: Let's just go have a fun time.
0: I haven't always reacted that way, to be fair. There are other stories as well, but we'll save that for a different episode.
1: And that's definitely not on brand for Calm Talks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. But we live and we learn, right? Exactly.
1: I think this is, this is, for me, is definitely a learning point, right? Because, you know, I am generally a confident person, but we all have that, that lapse. But bringing it back to the point you said about being friendly, and I think that's a key takeaway. It's actually just a personality trait, but you can work on that yourself too, if you don't think you're the friendliest person. But I know you and I are very friendly. And when you're friendly, you automatically make feel, people feel comfortable. So with that approach, you are kind of implicitly considering how the recipient is going to feel which is probably why you may have more success when you approach someone. (laughs) You
0: know, I don't want to brag. (laughs) Look, I've been through those moments as well, right? I think I mentioned that on this episode a couple of times. But you would just want to have a good time. You're just there for a fun time. Even, for example, when I go out to a bar, I don't like going out and saying, hey, I'm going to go out and meet girls. I've done that when I was young, right? But at this age, I don't want to go do that, right? To me, it's actually like, hey, I'm going to go out with my friends. Have a good time with my friends. Everyone around me, if there's a fun, cool girl, great. If there's a fun, cool guy, I'll even have a good conversation with a random guy. I think a part of it is just about having like awareness about your surroundings and having a good social EQ. That does come with experience as you get older, but you want to be able to read the room. I'll share a quick story actually right now about something that happened literally last night when I was out at a bar with my friend in the West village and at the bar, you know, there was an attractive girl at the corner of the bar sitting with her friend.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I knew that was coming. <laughs> and I actually wanted to go talk to her. Right. But you know, I had just gotten there, got my drink, blah, blah, blah. And then some guy walked up to her and started talking to her. So a part of my preference is that I'm not going to go in and just, you know, actually like go talk to a girl who's already speaking to another guy. Right. I think that's fairly obvious to most people, but maybe not to everyone.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, just maybe she likes him. Maybe you you know, give people the space. Common means, sense, yeah, right? Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you know, this guy, he honestly just, you know, if you've seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the original one, this guy looked like Willy Wonka straight out of there. Imagine
1: man. this guy's listening right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bruv, you might listen to something, you know, he probably yeah. needs this episode. <laughs> so, this guy's just like chatting her and everything like that, yeah? And her friend's there too. And he's like, this guy was there for like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes. And you could tell the, the girls were not into it. You could tell, you know. And it was honestly amusing to me because I was kind of seeing this guy kind of just kind of break apart. My friend was like, you know, that those girls are not into it. We should just go. I was like, no, let's, you know, let's wait it out. At this point, while I was looking at her, one of her friends basically looked towards me and then I was kind of like finding it amusing, to be honest with you. It was a bit entertaining watching this guy. And then she kind of points towards us, like, you know, because she saw us make eye contact. So we go in and we just kind of pretended to know them, you know, like, oh, hey, thought it was you. Like, how are you doing? Great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And then talking to the girl and the girl who I found attractive, started talking to her a little bit. And this guy, by the way, at this point, he should kind of pick up the cues, like, you know, cut your losses and leave, my friend. But this guy was not, he didn't move an inch. He's like standing right in the middle. And while like these other conversations that are happening, and he's trying to butt himself into the conversation. And then at one point, I just honestly quite politely and in a friendly way, just looked at him and said, hey, could you excuse me a little bit? You know, need some space. And he's like, I was here first. Is this a grown ass man (laughs) making this as an argument at a bar? And then you know me, you know, I, I try to keep my... Emotions and check and everything like that. I was like, all right, man, like, cool. This guy's like half my height, by the way. This guy has like no social EQ at all. Eventually, he kind of asked the girl for the number. The girl said no. He got really sad, never got the golden ticket, chucked okay. himself out of the factory.
1: Yeah, uh, nice anecdote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, I'm kind of unintentionally making a bit of fun about this guy, right? But the point is that he was kind of the butt of his own joke. Because he should have had the common sense to see, all right, in this situation, he had many cues to see that the the women were not interested in him. Because it was pretty obvious if you're only speaking and they're not really trying to keep the conversation alive, you can see their faces. And then on top of that, two other guys come in and they're giving them all the attention now. That's like cue number two. And then another guy is also saying, hey, excuse me, give me some space. Cue number three. And then it took you cue number four, which was, hey, yeah, I'm not interested in you. So I think that's the point, right? Like you want to be having some level of social acumen that you can kind of read the room and then just be present, adapt to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if you understand, if you're aware and you can see that someone's not interested in you or someone's not reciprocating, they're politely basically telling you no, you should be able to read that and just cut your losses, like you said.
0: And that's why, to be honest with you, I think it's tough for a lot of women because they find themselves in that situation a lot. I'm assuming... That there's a lot of guys who are like that. There's probably more guys who don't know how to speak to a woman with respect, politely, in a chivalrous manner. And they don't have the skill set to kind of navigate that conversation. And I think I do empathize with women or rather sympathize with them. I am not have not been in that position, but I can sympathize with them because you have to deal with that. And then, you know, with a guy, you just don't know how they're going to flip. The guy could get angry. The guy could, you know, be a fucking lunatic. There's a lot of like dangers that a f- female has to go through or consider rather, which we don't.
1: You know, on the flip side, right, if somebody has got game or they're able to like approach with confidence, the girl probably is also thinking this guy has done this before a million times. He just wants to maybe use me or whatever. You know, they're probably also not feeling that situation. Maybe they like it because of the tension. I don't know. Right. But Ultimately there's probably still some worry in there that, hey, is this person really like genuine? Is it actually, you know, really interested in who I am? They probably can't win either way. They're gonna get some person like you just mentioned. Or they might get the opposite where the guy's super confident, but then they might also think, well, this is a complete turn-off too.
0: That's true, actually. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
1: That's why what you said, just being friendly with no intentions other than to just say hello and just introduce yourself and see where the conversation goes is probably the best way. Well, it's the way this worked for me historically. So before we wrap up, three key tips on how to deal with approach anxiety.
0: Tip number one has to be just kind of sorting your own mind out. Your thoughts, your feelings, your preconceived notions would be your own enemy. And they're just going to restrict you from moving forward. So that would be tip number one. Sort your own mind out. Any negative thoughts or feelings that you have yourself or maybe about the outcome of that situation, resolve that first. That's the first step. Step number two is learn to kind of practice and go and speak and have different conversations with people. Next time you're at the grocery store, just start talking to the person at the cash register as you're checking out, right? Just make small talk. Just learn to make small talk with a complete stranger, wherever that is. Just start building that practice, building that muscle. Because let's be honest, with COVID and happening, maybe a lot of us have kind of lost some of that because we spend more time indoors and less with real social interactions. So that would be tip number two. And tip number three would be to just disconnect yourself from the outcome. The more you focus on the outcome, the worse off you will be. Expectations can lead to disappointment. And you just want to disconnect yourself from any of that. The objective for you is not to actually get a number. It's not to go on a date or whatever that is, right? The objective is for you to just have a conversation. If You find someone interesting, fantastic. If not, move on. You know, the sun will still come out the next day and you'll be fine. So that's all for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I hope you found some of these tips helpful. Go give them a try the next time you're out, whether that's at a bar, a coffee, or at a bookstore, wherever you are. And as always, stay calm. Thank you for listening to another episode of Calm Talks. And just as a reminder, if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review.
1: You can also find us on Instagram at Calm Talks and join our mailing list by visiting our website at calmtalks.com.
0: And as always, stay calm.